And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a writer and comedian who will soon be the world's first distributor of magic eye porn. It's for people who like being barely able to maybe see genitals or maybe it's a sailboat. It's Jordan Morris. Chef Jeff is here to announce he's made a tentative deal with the AMPTP for them to continue to not know he exists. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little bubble and squeak. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend, that particular carbohydrate. And by the way, to make it plural, I don't know if it's bubble and squeaks, bubbles and squeak, bubbles and squeaks, bubble and squeak. It, I had to do all four. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know which it is. What Let's, is it? Well, it just, sounds like Cockney rhyming slang. It does. Like... <laughs> Bubbles and squeaks, love. And then it's like, oh, squeaks rhymes with weeks. So it means, how's your week or something? Right. It totally does. And Jordan Morris, you are on to something because it was presented on Patreon. Patreon. By Stephanie Loftus in honor of you. Oh, my god! And it is potatoes, cabbage, and meat all fried together. Uh, And we'll get to what you have to do with bubble and squeak. Um, I can't wait. Or with how was your week? <laughs> Is it one of those cognitive rhymes like bubble and squeak, potatoes and meat? Is that what? Oh. oh, I don't know. Is it? I mean, that sounds like a very British meal you've yeah. described. But like, why is bangers is every and British meat? meal just potatoes and meat? But some variation of potatoes and meat. What's right. bangers sure. and mash? Potatoes, potatoes, potatoes and, meat. and meat. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. When the Earl Grey tea, potatoes and meat. Yes, potatoes and exactly. meat. Exactly. Um. I am on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff over there. Patreon. I just uploaded very recently a friend zone with all of our friend, all of our, someone who's a friend to all of us. It's Robin Shore. (laughs) And uh, we went to Phil Rosenthal's movie night. We had a delightful time and we uh, get into detail about all of that. And then also she went to acting school years ago. Quack. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my new favorite drop with uh danny masterson and she has oh, like oh mm-hmm. and you know what i just learned what? in scientology the lie that they will tell to cover up something mm. or to obfuscate is called a shore story really yes get out uh and her name if you missed it is robin, robin shore. shore yeah no i see you're bringing wow. it all together but people saying. are gonna have to make the like i don't want yarn on a no, no, bulletin no. board yes, uh, in their house. In, i do the work for you did you watch homecoming no i did not oh no. okay so when she's figuring out like what's going on what's real what's not homecoming. who's uh, not homecoming homeland. homeland homecoming was a different show yeah. isn't that the one on amazon that i liked that you didn't yeah should we start the show over i have we started yet yeah. um I think it's going great. I like it Jeff, so far. Jeff, you're going to be cutting this out. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Carrie is constantly staring at like a bigger and bigger, you know, board of right. different 
things Connection. in mind. Connection. It's, it's, it's a trope. Articles. It's a trope. Right. I think they call it a murder board. Murder these days. Board. I think that's the, yeah. I don't like that name of it, but yes. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, a chilling and prophetic story about a certain actor who's headed to prison. And mm-hmm. if you happen to be listening 45 seconds ago, you would have heard the name. But if you just tuned in now, <laughs> you didn't hear it. Just hit that rewind button and Patreon, listen again. don't tell them how. Well, they just hear it again. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Opt for an annual subscription and get two months free. Okay, I would like to say hello to my guests who you might already be familiar with. Jordan Morris, hello. Hi. Hi. It's great to be here. It's great to be back. Fresh from England. We will get into all of that. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why Cockney rhyming slang. I had... had Cockney rhyming slang on the brain. You're exactly. like one of those people that comes back and now everything has to do with the country. You're just like, oh, that right. reminds yeah, me of when, accent. you know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, a, I'm sorry. I was just a sponge for accents. <laughs> I went to a guy, I went to college with a guy who really? like studied abroad for a month and then came back and was like, love, cheers. Oh, no. And then I just remember being at a party and going, him going, I'm sorry. I'm just a sponge for accents. That's, that's annoying. I, I don't mean to one up. But there was a kid in my high school. (laughs) No, there was a kid in my high school who was new to our high school, our our junior year, and told everybody, including the administration and everyone, he was from England. Oh, I like this story. And it wasn't until the next year that he, the truth came out, he was from Phoenix. Ah, yes. I don't believe he'd even been England of the West. They call it. (laughs) I don't believe he'd ever been to England. Um, but nobody, nobody in Tucson had any idea what an authentic. British accent was like so. Who? What's that? He had an accent. Was my question. Yes. Yeah, so oh yeah, he spoke in an accent the whole what time. What was it? Was it like? Was it like Cockney? Was it, was it just chimney like, sweep? It was right. just like your average American doing a British accent. You know, just like uh, PBS British. You right. know what I mean? Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yes. Although I will say, piece of trivia: the their London Bridge is in Arizona. They moved it to Arizona. Okay, that's true. In honor of him. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that- Daniel Quantz, welcome Hi. to the show as Hello. well. Thank you. And filling in for Tony, Jeff Fox. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Good to see you, Jordan. We should all be a little more like Jeff Fox. Well, thank you. <laughs> so kind of you. Well, I wasn't fishing for a compliment, but it's, just, it's good to see you. What was I really saying uh, during that heavily edited drop? <laughs> Jeff Fox worthy. Oh, well, yes. Well, that's, that's true. I stand by that statement. We should Shit. all be a little more like Jeff Fox worthy. <laughs> That is hilarious. But why was why were you saying we should all be more like Jeff Foxworthy, even in jest? God, great question. I don't. I mean, know? I kind of like doing the Jeff Foxworthy voice. I kind of like mm-hmm. doing. You know, you're a guy when you're going out. Of, you know, I like that because you're right. a sponge for accents. I'm just, oh, just a sponge for accents. <laughs> right. So, all right. I need to hear. So, I did yeah. Jordan Jesse Go last you night. You did. It was tons of fun. Tons That'll of. That'll be in the Jordan Jesse Go feed uh, soonish. What day do you know? Uh, I don't know, actually. We're banking okay. some episodes because Jesse's going on tour. Uh, just some fun logistical podcast chat for y'all. Fun. Uh, so, you know, that'll be that in the coming weeks, let's okay. say. That was last night. Yeah. Honestly, I was thinking like, God, it's been like three days since she was on. She was, it was last night. It was last, last night. night. That's how long these days are. We are, life is shitting on our face right now. <sighs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. You, you alluded to it. So in I a bad know. way. In a, in I, a bad I do way. know that y'all are having... Plumbing issues. Yes, and it's. Yes, I don't want to give it away, 
but Jesse suggested it was because our poop was too big, it's and it's not her. that. When you, it's funny. It's like when you say you have a tummy ache. When everyone you, knows. You no, know your poop is too big. When yeah. you say you have a tummy ache, just like when you say you have plumbing issues, everyone assumes it's shit based. Right. But neither. Neither is true. In, there, in this oh, there situation, are, yeah, sure, there are shit based tummy I, aches. Well, I do shit in the sink though. So okay, <laughs> it so, sort of is in a way. Yeah, we have a leak. Uh, nothing to do with poop. However, evidently, and all this information was communicated to us by a very loquacious plumber yesterday. Did he sit you down and assure you it's not your poop? No. You'd think he would, too. Because right. what you look for in a plumber is, <laughs> is insight and bedside manner. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, but apparently we have to di- like uh, completely... Des- destroy the floor in our bathroom Just dig up the rip floor up the entire floor in our bathroom per- perhaps part of the wall yeah oh, and like they won't know till they get in there how bad it is but i mean right. it's just like set the kids room on fire yes move kick over the chimney it you know it, it crash the, the car into a taco bell mm-hmm. the whole project could take between one and five months oh my gosh and That's what he- so we're going to be out of our bathroom for so that gonna long. And we'll have workers like in our bedroom and bathroom yeah. all day. And they work every day. early. You should start collecting all the local Starbucks bathroom codes. Yeah. Just have a little thing on your notes app or carry a little moleskine with you. Yeah. Wait. Just start keeping track of all those bathroom codes. This is brilliant. Thank you. Why That's a good idea. have I never thought to commit to memory a bathroom code? Because why would you? Even well, I mean, I can listen. I can if there's a for this situation. Sure. If there's a Club foresight, if, if there's Daniel. a place that you're stopping on a commute or something, and you know you don't want to buy that arbitrary bottle of water or small coffee right. or whatever, you can just cruise in. Yeah, well, that that's true. If there's out. a if there's a trip you make often, right. and and you don't want to, and you know, like there's a pit stop, but it's like either the Chevron, right, or the Starbucks. Yeah, but memorize like, that number. Even at my therapist's office. I always have to look at the placard in her office that has the code to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And that's like Mm -hmm. a frequently used bathroom by me. Well, that sounds like... Sounds like I should commit to your life. Just get a tattoo. Yeah. Of all the the local bathroom codes. Oh, my God. I'll I'll have to keep adding to it. But that's the thing. They are living works in progress. Tattoos are from my understanding. And they can be beautiful. The fonts can be beautiful. Yes. I don't think numbers on your forearm would be the best look. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so anyway, you know your forearm, yeah. I don't, well, she pointed to her forearm. Well, wh- I, not, if I put it on my butt, then I'm not going to be able to see it uh, when right, I need yeah, it. Right? Yeah, right. It has to be true. both useful and tasteful. Put it across your knuckles. It's right there. Well, yeah. well just yeah. wear one of those wrist things that quarterbacks, you know, you flip it. Oh and yeah. You see the numbers oh yeah. That's a good idea. What's that like a wrist notebook? It's like they got the plays, and you just kind of flip it up, oh. and there's a clear like laminated. I I like bathroom code knuckle tats. It's kind of tough, <laughs> you know. Right. Three oh one pound sign. And right. won't your therapist be impressed when you're yes. like, I don't need it. It's right here, and you show her the tattoo <laughs> right. of her bathroom. Yeah, code. she'll be like, I've, we've done a lot of good work in here. Right. Oh, we <laughs> just oh, we just in. changed that. Let's uh, can we do three times a week now? Yeah. Can we up this to three times a week? <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So I think that's why time is distorted for Daniel because we right. are about to just. I feel like we're just, they just have us over a barrel because it's like. Do you guys just have the one toilet? No, no, no. No, we no we're fine. But, but all toilet. And no, there will be other toilets. There's other toilets. Other... At this point in my life, 
I have a preferred shower. I have a preferred toilet. Course, I've got my routine yes, down. I'm not resilient in this way. There's the like, having to switch bathrooms of it, but there's also just the, the it's bathroom mostly, connected to our bedroom is going to be open to the elements and people will be working in our private space. Sure. Now, our it's own just very disruptive. Patreon subscriber Ray Morgan asked, isn't there any way? Oh, because one of the perks is uh, a Patreon. There's a number where you can text me. And I'll text you back. And you might receive texts from me about such exciting things as bathroom plumbing issues. Ray's mm-hmm. like, Ray Morgan said, there's no way they can just fix it from underneath the house. Now, I wondered this too. No. There's why? Because the floor is damage no but according to the plumber from yesterday the reason they have to tear up the floor is because they have to get to the subflooring but it's, the floor is damaged i've, I've looked at the pictures uh-oh. is it the, is it worth getting a second oh, plumber yeah. opinion yes. oh we will we, yeah. yeah but then that's the other thing is just getting someone just, it's, just a pain the, it's a it's a it's a business full of um con artists sure. <laughs> you know what i mean and so it's just like finding someone that you can trust and you and know. it's really two different jobs it's the plumbing of it all and then it's like the construction right. or whatever the whole thing is just like i don't want to deal it's like when your car breaks down and they're like it's gonna be you know seventeen thousand dollars to fix and you're like fuck i don't have that for this right now and this is like if i'm gonna spend that much money i'm gonna do something fun yeah and then you spend all the money and all the time and and then you're just back to zero yeah anyway (laughs) wham wham but the point of all that is last night (laughs) all right last night i did jordan jesse go yes uh, you were great as always. Thank you very much. I felt I felt like I talked over people a little bit. No, that's okay. We did it on Zoom, yeah. so it's always you know there's a little delay, right? And you know the the the, the audience wants to hear from you. They hear from us every goddamn week. So mm, thank you, railroad railroad as you see fit. Are you narcissistic motherfucker? <laughs> tune in uh, for you to your right. show, <laughs> but I mean I don't want to split. Well, I'm trying to be a host, Daniel. Okay, give me a Yeah, she's uh, important too. Yeah, I yeah. So I felt that I wanted to hear more mm-hmm. about your experience at London oh, Podcast. Oh, sure, yeah. So that is what I want to get to. But okay. first, something shocking. No, no. Do you have a shocking sound, Jeff? I do. Jeff is great. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Uh, Handsome and everything. Something shocking has okay. happened lately. Ooh, that's good, too. Something shocking and surprising is Can a Can we hear a third option? <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure. How many of these are there? Because I can keep going. <laughs> We're getting farther away. We're getting farther away from shocking. You're never going to guess what happened. <laughs> when I tell one. you this, that's you are going to not believe it. Hang on to your socks when you hear this. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I think I might want to go to Burning Man someday. Is that was that the, yeah, that's oh, the thing? Love it. Let's hear more. I've been to Burning Man yeah. the one time. I've been once. Mm-hmm. I have been a time. Yes. How was it? Um, 
I, it's okay. So I here's here's the story behind me going to Burning Man once. Please, I Burning Man uh, for us on the Jordan Jesse Go podcast. Uh, we just used as a punchline of a lot. Course. I had Everyone not been. Does. Jesse had not been. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's just such a fun, you know, source of humor. Uh, you know, you you know, you're naked with your Mad Max goggles and you're right. on acid and you're fucking in a dust storm. Ha ha ha. We're all having fun. <laughs> Burning Man people are serious about it and 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 maybe aren't aren't nuts when people take 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 the piss. Sure. Oh, did you hear from them? Uh yeah, we over the years we had. Okay. We we way, did hear from people. Taking the piss. He's a sponge for take, local Oh idiots. god. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, love. <laughs> um I was just having a laugh. <laughs> and uh so so you know, we would hear from people who would want to like want us to have a more diplomatic right, view of Burning it. Man. Uh, Montessori <laughs> schools too. You'll get that with if you make mm, fun of a Montessori sure. school. You'll hear from the Montessori. There's people. something about wanting a diplomatic view of Burning Man. It's right. like isn't the whole idea that it's just a counterculture? Like why would that's you... not funny? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's an irreverent. Yes. <laughs> it, is it an irreverent? There's I mean, a reference I, to no, something that's... I think they're very serious. Yeah. My understanding is they're very serious about their endeavor. Right. So they don't want it to be this like one note punchline, sure. even though it opens itself They understand that. that no one knows what their endeavor is, right? Well, let's see, so <laughs> let's hear from... Okay, sorry. Okay. It's yeah, like... I still am unclear about it. However, recently someone described it to me and I'm like, oh, maybe I do want to go. Like Jordan. as far as I understand it, before you... you oh, yes, on, please. The, the endeavor is... Uh, driving around in in a dusty lake bed, and then occasionally being in a tent, circle jerking strangers, and setting things on fire. See, it's see, it's beautiful, Daniel. You get it. It's the nuance. <laughs> I, it's, <laughs> I, which I have nothing it's against. Utopia. Um, yeah. So I I got a someone slid into my DMs okay. and said, "I work for Burning Man. I work with the organizers. I'm leaving you a ticket. Just come." Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, I got to do it. You got to go. do it. So I, yeah. So I just kind of like, you know, decided to say yes to life and, you know, got a flight out to Reno and like rented a car and like, I guess they won't rent to Burning Man people. They won't rent cars. So you have to like make up a little story about why you're in Reno on that exact weekend. Way too many times. Sure. <laughs> and why you've got a unicorn butt plug in that they can see coming out of your shorts. <laughs> like you've got like a you've got like a suit jacket over the feathers like right. coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I am here for a business meeting. <laughs> I didn't know they could do something like that. Like say we're not gonna rent cars to Yeah, that's just kind of a little tip that I got is like have a little cover story. Yeah, right. yeah again, I don't know if like Avis can just shoot you down if you know you're, you know, whatever, wearing right. steampunk wings or something. But anyway, uh, so yeah, drove drove out. As you're pulling out, you see the guys whose job it is to clean the car afterwards, just standing there with like a tear rolling down. His eye. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hope you can get out. Come, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you got a good <laughs> come, come spray. Sorry to interrupt. Um, yeah, come and glitter. Um, and. Yeah, and I, you know, just kind of like through Facebook found like friends of friends who were going and had a camp. They were called the Time Colony. Their thing is – so every camp has a thing, mm-hmm. right? Every camp is supposed to provide a service or a piece of art or a piece of fun or something. Their thing was historical pre-enactments, which were reenactments of wars that hadn't happened yet. 
and they had a big yurt, <laughs> and I slept in the yurt, and I kind of just tried to like. How big a yurt are we talking about? And I don't even know what a regular yurt is. It's a great question, Allison. A yurt can uh, be pretty You know, big. they may be. It may have been a geodesic dome. I may be oh, okay. missing. Was it like the my... size of four of these studios, or? Yeah, I would say it was a size of two of these studios. Oh, okay. And we all so just like, kind of like slept in line. Say like twenty by thirty or something. Um, how many nights? I didn't go for the whole thing. Uh, I kind of thought it was. I kind of used the Vegas strategy, right? Like, don't don't overstay it. Mm. Go, you know, make it a little bit of a shorter trip than everybody else in the group. Um, So yeah, I was there for like five days. That's actually a lot. Yeah, I know. And then like, and then yeah, I think there's some people who are there for like. 10 days, two weeks. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I saw the, I saw the man burn. I took a bunch yeah. of drugs. Yeah, nice. I, what was your uh, favorite? Uh, oh, I... Uh, favorite I, drug? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, Molly's terrific. Molly's, yeah, Molly's okay. a wonderful, sure. wonderful, wonderful experience. And, uh, yeah, I did... I had not done acid in a long time, and I did acid for the first time in, like, oh, wow. a while. And just had a, a lovely experience. And, yeah, there's just... Art and you know people are just handing you booze and it everything's crazy. I, I don't know. I I'm like I'm like not you know. I didn't feel like I was. I felt like I was observing. I'm like this is like not my thing. Like I will never learn to smelt so I could make a What's you know. Smelting? Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm just thinking of like it, there's a lot of like metalwork people right. is, and a I, lot of yeah. woodwork people. When you said smelt, for some reason I was right. thinking of like fish. Yeah, but, um, um, if you smelt it, you're the ones who dealt it. I don't think I'll ever have. <laughs> right. I don't think I'll ever have dealt it. Um, but yeah, so I. But it, it was fun. Everybody was really lovely. You basically just like start having fun when you get there, and it you know it doesn't stop till you get in the giant line to leave. Um, but like, what kind of fun? I'll, I have an anecdote. Okay. So there's a lot of bikes, right? And you yeah. kind of just, if you see a bike, you're just kind of allowed to take oh, it. Really? And you can just leave it wherever. Um, I didn't realize that about the bike. It's a non, it's, that's the economy there. That's the vibe. So like, you can, not, we're all you sharing. There's no, there, there, no money. Right? No money. You're, you can like barter, but you're kind of just supposed to like have something to give people. Um, now, did this ever become a problem for you? No, uh, uh-uh. I was I was able to mooch. I think I I had the rental car, so I was able to like when I left, take a bunch of garbage with me, and that was uh, my contribution. Mm-hmm. It's like I can haul some of this garbage away. Okay. Um. So okay. So we're riding bikes. So you were the trash man of the Stone Age. I was. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we're riding bikes, and this kind of dude steps into kind of our path and flags us down and we like pull over and he's like hi can i uh can i wash you and he has one of those pumps right <laughs> those that you would use to like water a plant sure sure so it, you know it's very hot out there so we're like oh yeah sure so he like you know he's like can, can i he's he's asking all he's like can i wash your arms like sure we got hold on our arms, <laughs> our arms. Like, can i wash your face sure he, sprays everybody's face he washes our face feels great it's like can i wash your taint <laughs> then, he goes from face to taint he did go from it was a three-step <laughs> thing <laughs> one was arms two was face three was wow. taint um and yeah and i i said yes. yeah i said sure so i kind of laid down and presented and he sprayed it 
felt amazing. And then he <laughs> looked back at the people he was there with and he just yells, 34! <laughs> Keeping track. No. So there's just a ton dude, of dude, shit you like think they that. had a stamp with like a, some sort of drawing of a taint and they just stamped right. it. Right. And everybody just went, woo! <laughs> they were all stoked. I love that. Like Nazi airplane kills on the side of of World War. Right, exactly. But it's taint stamps. Do you think he's like? Do you think he was strategic about can I wash your taint as opposed to like your butt or your balls or your penis? Uh, good question. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of what this dude's deal was, or yeah, what you know the theme of his camp was. Uh Maybe it was taints. Maybe it was just cleanliness. Maybe. There was no soap, though, right? There was no soap. So no. to be particular about this, and I don't know why. I am no, no, in this please way. let's 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 get I into think it. Really, what he should be saying is, "Can I rinse your taint?" You're right. Now, were you worried he might drop a digit? <laughs> like, uh, like anything? He like, was untoward? so he was so nice in the lead up to the taint yes. about asking, uh-huh. and I think everybody, you know, in my One would have to be right. Yeah, that I'm like I I trusted him. You know, sure. I felt good. If you weren't on drugs, would you have still? been eager to have yeah, like, him rinse your taint. God, that's a great question. Um, I th- yeah, I, how generous I with like, your taint are you when you're sober? I would like to think that I was there I was there in the in the spirit of say yes. Mm. So I would like to think that you know, that you know, maybe that would, would have been all the high I would have needed. Sure. But yes, I was super fucked up. I bet I, I bet they came fun. up with a funny name for their camp and then we're like, how do we make this happen? And the name of the camp was Taint Misbehavior. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Jeff. I know, I, you just kind of back into it. You're like, okay, we got right. this name, we love it. We just need some taints. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. But no, I, I really have fun. I I mean, you know, it was it's silly, it's ridiculous, but you know, when when the when the man burns, it was very emotional. Yeah. They have a they And have the a, man represents like society's the man, like the establishment, I right? I think so. I think it's that simple. Um, okay. but but I think you can represent whatever you Oh, you're a personal man. Yes. I think it's more just like burning your cares and yeah, worries sure. and you know coming out of this clean with a clean Hakuna slate. Matata. Yeah. Mm. You now that's so funny that you're saying maybe I'm into it now the mm-hmm. year after the kind of catastrophic flood year at Burning Man. You know right? I love that stuff. You love flood. Okay. I love catastrophe. Um so I did not – I think the New York Times did a big article on it. I didn't mm. read that, um, and I don't really know that much about the the floods and all that, other than, like, I've seen people say it wasn't as bad as it was portrayed in the media. Okay. But I think all of that has put Burning Man on my radar. Right. And so – and I'm always surprised when people that I don't think of as Burning Man people are, like, very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Like, huh, oh, maybe it's not exactly what I thought it was. Right. Um, and I had Ben Glebe, so my, my Ben Glebe episode went up on Monday. Everyone go check that one out. I think it was a good episode. He came with like a chest full of necklaces. He was fresh from Burning Man, chest full were of they, necklaces. Were they necklaces from Burning Man? Is that what one that was? One of them was, yes, but some of them represent other things. And he was willing to talk about each one, mm. but then also... Um, you know, my dad died in July and his dad died in April. And we talked like pretty extensively about, um, about those experiences and, but I don't think it was a bummer of an episode, but anyway, talking to him about it, I wish I could put my finger exactly on what it was, but like, it just made me go, Oh, what? I'm sorry. I just thought like, as a, 
advertising slogan for you. I'm like, maybe not a bummer. <laughs> Perhaps not a bummer of an episode. Tune in. Right. No, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. It just sounded like, oh, maybe I should be open to... It sounds like it really is this like com- complete otherworldly uh, utopia. Yeah. I don't know. But it, it also like my understanding of it before that is it's basically like an orgy in every sense. Like it's just completely debaucherous Dionysian and like sort of insane. And it the, that idea freaks me out. But people bring their families, right? Yeah, there's. I will never. You know, and I, and bring I think our you family, can. But, and I think yeah. you know. I think like 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 Vegas, there are versions of it, right? Like you could do the, you know, you can do the crazy strip I club do the room service version. Vegas, yeah. Or you know, you can do a like, you know, let's uh, you know, go to a Roy Choi restaurant and see a Cirque du Soleil, right? Um, which can be you know pretty erotic, I guess. Um, depending it combines on how your you three favorite French things. clowns. Dust, yeah, uh, heat, it, and camping. Right, yeah. It's. I mean, it does feel dirty, and the toilets are fucking awful. Okay, I'm not gonna go. I've decided. Yeah, but, um, but yeah. Open. I mean, it it it. You know, it is it is just fun to be in another world, and it is fun to like be in a place where it's like, you know. But what does that mean, another world? I mean, I guess not right. having not having money is interesting. It is, that is interesting from an intellectual standpoint. But like. I have what? that every day. I'm giving it away. I'm living it. <laughs> I think. I think that the the idea of going to a space where the rules of the society are just flipped, yeah. and right. it's not, you know there aren't any police, and it's just more of a communal thing, and that like it just looks different, and everyone's acting different, and you can do. It's probably very stimulating, and I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're like, I want to go and like appreciate the art you can because people do like build these insane art projects and i think even if you were not it's like structures yeah i think there are people who get there early and you know like i did one where you everybody like lays in this giant metal bowl and there's a (laughs) metal ceiling kind of suspended above you is this all dangerous maybe um and then a, a viking comes out and, and bangs it, of course. and with a pole of the fire pole, and he lights the ceiling on fire, and you just lay in this metal bowl and watch this ceiling burn. Really cool, um, you know. There's there was like a <sighs> rope. Burning. I know there's a rope like ladder that you climb up to get in the bowl. Uh, no, this is another thing. Okay, this is so there's like a rope ladder that you would see at like a Chuck E. Cheese, and you mm-hmm. climb up it, and then you get in this big rope bowl, and everyone's having a pillow fight. Um, you know, and like all this stuff is really fun when you're fucked up, but I could see how it would be fun if you were just like, you know, five. a little stoned or something. The other, the other criticism or, or five, I heard, yeah, <laughs> right. The other criticism I heard is like it's really become a place where it's um kind of rich tech bros and, yeah. and yeah, San Francisco sort of tech sure. people. Yeah. So it's not quite the it's not as pure as it was. Well. That's not to say it's not still fun, but I think there was, and it sounds so stupid, but I think there was a time before that where it was a little bit more countercultural, counterculture types. So many years ago, my friend Trevor uh, came to visit me in Brooklyn and we we were walking around and all of a sudden there was like this group of people, I think they... I'm trying to remember what it was they were walking in quotes, 
I think they had those. Have you seen those wires that have like a ghost dog on them? So it's like a wire with a collar, but there's no dog there. So they were all walking these. And then people were coming up and being like, oh, cute doggy and pretending to pet the dogs. It was almost, it was like encountering a flash mob. Mm -hmm. It was just a lot of people, all of them pretending. They were all committed to the fake dog. Yes. The ones walking them and the people coming up. And I was just like. I can't stand any of this. Uh, yeah, this I fucking sucks. hate this so much. This makes me want to die. Right. And Trevor was like, "Why?" Like, it's. I think it's. It's amusing. Trevor's and it's a very funny. generous spirit. He is. Yeah. Doesn't he seem like someone who would go to Burning Man? Yes. He. I don't think he ever has though. Yeah. But I'm thinking, given I'll, my. I'll, re- although yes. I think he might not. I can actually see the opposite too, where it's like he doesn't need that. Uh, Maybe, yes. Um, in general, he would be more open to something right. like that than I would be. But I'm thinking my reaction to this show of public tomfoolery, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe doesn't that indicate that I would not be okay with Burning Man? Yeah, Is it akin? Yeah, I mean, that, that, I think, yes. The, the similar crowd would do the fake dog flash mob. Right. Um, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, you know... W- when when you are the the kinds of people that we are, mm-hmm. you spend a lot of time like judging stuff. You know, mm-hmm. if you're a comedy person, yeah. if, you know, and you do stuff like <sighs> this, us, <laughs> and I, and you know, and I, and I think that I, you know, I, I definitely feel like sometimes I will judge myself out of having fun. You know, sure. like I will, I will. Yeah, just like pick something apart or criticize it to the point where it's not fun anymore. And I that's like a, a habit that I see in myself. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. you know, like, you know, it, it was fun to just go and like get messed up and do a bunch of drugs and stuff. But it was also a kind of an interesting exercise in like this thing that I've been using as a punchline. Can I just enjoy it or can I see what everyone likes about right. it? And yeah. yeah. I mean, it seems like a place to have epiphanies and spiritual awakenings and all that. Yeah, maybe. totally. Because Ben was saying there's like a whole decompression afterwards. Mm-hmm. Did you experience that? Was it tough for you to shift back into regular society? <laughs> yes, I was wearing my <laughs> my Viking helmet and my <laughs> unicorn butt plug for <laughs> weeks afterwards. Um, not really. I yeah, I I I don't I don't think I was that immersed in it mm-hmm. to, to the point where um it like blew my mind in that way. Right. But but I think it it. It allowed, you know, it allowed, I think after that, I was more apt to, like, try and appreciate something that I had only known as a joke before. Interesting. Yeah. Daniel just rolled his eyes. No, no, I wasn't rolling my eyes at, at that. No, like, no, no. If there was something... No, was that the idea of Burning Man? I wasn't really rolling my eyes. I, I have, like, conflicting thoughts on all of this. It's like, um, putting Burning Man aside, the whole flash right. mob thing where it's like yes i'm totally with you jordan like there's this part of my brain that's always judging and um and i go what what is is there something wrong with me that when i imagine seeing a bunch of people with the fake dogs and then the people coming up that i am annoyed by that sure because my reaction to that is they're so pleased with themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look at me. I'm so – I'm in the moment and I can have this amazing imagination. Sure. Like, Isn't oh, the world off. beautiful? There's beauty everywhere. Yeah. I know. That that kind of thing. It's like, like so that it's is... performative sure. and it's just like, yeah. fuck off. On the other hand – It's like people are like trying to go to work on the sidewalk. But and that's sure, your, I understand. Like, most of the time with flash mobs, it's like, it's like someone – 
pushing a magic trick on you or something. Right. It's like, oh, <laughs> wow, that's – look at you. That is just <laughs> – okay. Um, you know, like, fuck, man. Like, leave me alone. But – if, then I go – If there was a designated space for that well, where you could I go into there, the space before knowing, I get there. Okay. It, but am I just an asshole? Because it's like maybe they are having a genuinely, you know, genuine fun and it isn't that and I'm just really cynical. So if I, they were in a giant metal bowl together and no one could see them, would they still pretend they well, have so, dogs right. is the question. Well, so Great question. Burning Man has – a little bit of that in my mind, which is like, it's not not in the beginning. Now, Burning Man now, if you go, it's a little bit like, I am going in order to have this spiritual thing, and it's a place where I'm supposed to have that. And look at me having this experience. But... I think, but then I think, no, but it's so huge and it's so, you're so anonymous within it that you probably do end up just having that experience. So it, it's, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I think, I think there are not pure ways to do it, certainly. I think there are, you know, tech bros who hovercraft in and they're like influencer types who I know it is. It's if you go and you just do it, because I know other people who've done it and they've just gone and they don't really talk about it, then, I have, I have no judgment in my mind about that. That's cool. Like, go do it. But if you go and you do it and then you're telling everybody about what you learn sure. and you, then sure. it's like, why did you do it? Did you do it for you or did you do it to have this right. like thing that you could tell people? Cause, uh, I mean, that, it's the, I'm a sponge for accent guy. It's yes. like, why did you, why did you study abroad? Was it to have the experience or to come back and but, tell everyone you're a sponge for but accent? Then is that even bad? I don't know. Cause I'm enjoying your story. So. Anyway, sure. the point of this is I'm an asshole. But you know, I, I they're, they're, no that's argument just, from me. No, okay. I don't. Th- listen, you're, <laughs> we're all. I think we're, we're the, you're the same all lovely kind of people. But yeah, I mean, I think there's something like when you do stuff like this, like comedy or podcasting or writing. There's just a part of your brain that's always looking for the joke. You right. know? It's yeah. like how can I make a joke about this? What's funny about this? And I think just the the you know evil side of that is occasionally it, you can you can rob yourself of some fun by, you know, goofing on something in a way that tips over into mean. Totally. But where is the joke? Where's the funny part is like the, um, pure or the generous version of that impulse. I think, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think that also a little bit, it comes from, there's a booth at Burning Man where people can put words in, literally put words into your mouth. Um, I think it comes from, I don't want to appear foolish. Am sure. I, I'm a little too cool for all this silliness. Right. Like, I wonder a little bit, and I know we're going like on a very granular level of this and it doesn't necessarily warrant that, but these people with there's fucking people with their fucking fake dogs and the people who are coming up and petting the fake dogs. And I think Trevor even pretended to pet a dog. And I was like, who are you? Um, <laughs> is it me. that I, and I, I'm, it's a genuine question. I don't actually know. Is it that I see something in them that I can't allow myself, which is play. the willingness play or the willingness to like be a real goober. I I guess on some level, I do envy people that can be public goobers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe there's but some when of that. When they're goobers, if, if, they're the, if they're the kind of crazy person that you go, 
they're wacky. They wake up wacky. Yeah. They make their breakfast wacky. They walk out the door wacky, whether anybody's looking or not. Yeah, yeah. I love that person. Yeah. But the person that's like, oh, I'm going to dress up so that everybody asks me why my shoes are squeaky walking down the street. <laughs> okay. Oh. There's a guy that used to, I don't know if he's still around. He used to uh, <laughs> string himself up with Christmas lights with a battery pack and ride his bike up and down Hollywood Boulevard at night. And that's just what he would do. Mm-hmm. And I used to look at him and go, this is why I love LA. There's a guy that does this. Uh-huh. Um, and of course, you, now that guy, you could say, is he Alive like that? Is what I would say. But also, he's just like, there's something about it there's that, no is, way. <laughs> there's that no is freeing. <laughs> he's, he's wearing those Christmas lights for our sins. He is like, sure, yeah. he is saying, I am going to do this because gives me joy to do it or maybe i have a serious mental illness <laughs> that compels me to do it and i'm miserable i don't know uh Man, the devil is telling me to do this <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> or the neighbor's dog talked into it yeah, yeah. very dark stay safe. <laughs> sure but either way um i look at it and part of me is jealous of his freedom because there is no part of me that is going to ever do that yeah so it's about the affectation i think that's what it is sure it's if you're if you're being weird and you're just weird and you have no control over it or whatever that's one thing but when it's so affected yeah that's i, I think, think that's the difference i think you can tell well, when well, a person wants out. your they reaction like and when someone wants my reaction i am compelled to not give them that reaction i hate that mm-hmm. you know so unless it's my son and then i'll give it to him because he's cute <laughs> What has happened to you? My, Owen, Owen does magic tricks now the way Elliot used to, which is, okay, close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, open your eyes. Whoa! How? <laughs> you, and then Elliot would always go, do you know how I did it? <laughs> also, Elliot telegraphs his tricks. So he'll be like, he has this um, trick where there's like one die in this little container and then you shake it. And it turns into like 20 it's little cool tiny trick. dies. It's really cool. But he'll show it to you and he'll be like, see this die? You would never think it could turn into 20 little dies, would you? <laughs> you would never think that. The prestige. Yeah. Yeah. He always <laughs> says in the beginning, like he wants to rule out that you would be able to guess right. what could happen. You would there, never. Yeah. There was a moment recently where you Owen. Think I would saw this woman in half, <laughs> yes. right? That's like the last thing you would expect to happen. Um, there was a moment where Owen, uh, they were together and Owen did that, you know, where it's like. He did his magic trick, and I reacted as though, like, oh, my God. And Elliot looked at me, and he was just, like, horrified because he realized, wait a minute, that was crap what he just did, but you're giving the same reaction that you give me. And you could just see it dawning. It was like this moment of existential. It's all been a lie. (laughs) But And he wanted me to acknowledge that that was bad. He's very – I felt bad. (laughs) I know. I don't know what to do. It's like I have to go, yay, Owen, and then – Wink. Uh, I'm. I am mad at myself for not going in a costume when I went. I just oh. kind of wore, you know, uh, shorts and tees. Um, but yeah, I think if, if I were to do it again, mm-hmm. I can see there's there. I, someone did offer me a spare ticket this year, and I was real close to going. I said no. Kind of glad I didn't. I don't think the mud thing sounds fun, mm-hmm. uh, exaggerated or not. Um, but yeah, I think I would go full out, go full steampunk, Mad Max, fairy. That queen. does sound like the way to do it. Yeah. Just fully embrace it. You gotta just taints a blazing, taints a blazing. <laughs> Taints akimbo. Spruce, spruce your taint. <laughs> oh, you got to trim the taint. You had to. Tr- you you got to. You trim don't know the how taint. many people are gonna be staring at down the barrel sure. of that taint. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is it like a Ren Fair times a thousand? 
it's there's an overlap. Yeah, I mean that's that's you know that's that's an apt comparison. Mm. I think. Yeah, um, I can only do a yeah. small dose of that. The Ren Fair might have been more influenced. Like we went to the Ren Fair this year, and there's like so many different fantasy worlds combining into that space yeah that the it's... Ren Faire has lost its focus <laughs> there's all you know there's always a couple of like Bill and Ted's walking around going whoa yeah. and some Star Trek guys going or just people where are we hats. captain people who invented their own fantasy world and their characters from that fantasy world right. next yeah, to the person sure. who's like a scholar and is doing an exact you know accent and character that would have existed in an right. actual renaissance i am a- i'm a tincture maker and yes. i am making tinctures from elements and <laughs> right. that person is just having to like <laughs> do a bit with a unicorn man yes, can exactly. i tell you an embarrassing yeah. shameful almost conversation that happened between daniel and me at the renaissance fair Ooh, on our way out yes. it went like this when exactly was the Renaissance? <laughs> and both of us tried to guess, and we don't exactly right. know. And we did find out the answer at that time, but I can't remember. How often do men think about the Renaissance? <laughs> oh, my God. Is that true that you guys think about the Roman Empire at least once a day? Are you aware well, of this? Well, these means? days. I've never heard that. Yeah, this, this is one of those where I just, I, I tried to figure out where it started and couldn't. I think I like there is some... a type of, like, guy who's into, like, alpha shit, you know, oh. maybe a... You know, right. and they they the do probably power guy. yeah they do think about the Roman Empire right. a lot, but I mean there was some and study... just people who love aqueducts, aqueduct fans probably <laughs> yes, think about it a lot. Exactly, men think about the Roman Empire once a day. Like all men think about the Roman Empire once a day or something, and so it's like taken Are you off not a real online. man if you don't think about the Roman Empire? I don't know. Really. Uh, I think about you know Caligula every day. Sure, I, I'm always I think that counts. thinking about Caligula. Never not thinking about Caligula. That's um, your phrase yeah i think it's just one of those stupid things that and caligula was like sadistic and evil or yeah. he was uh yeah i think evil he never said evil, no i think evil sex guy evil sex yeah, guy he did, okay he just did lots of sh- horrible things great let's hear about england Yes, uh, the London Podcast Festival happened. Very fun event. Uh, We've done Jordan Jesse Go over there uh, a handful of times, and this was kind of a a triumphant return for us. Thank you, thank you. And yeah, it was just a total blast. I mean, England's great. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't. Let's see. Do I have anything other to say about it other than that it was fun and great? Hmm. What's the podcast scene? In yeah. London, like there, what? so yeah, there's they have a big kind of complex called King's Place. It's in a neighborhood called King's Cross, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's just this kind of complex that has like three or four theaters, and there's just kind of like they, you know, start at five p.m. and there's just kind of podcasts that go, you know, throughout the evening. And all are are, are all British podcasts about soccer, the Queen, and the Beatles. Yes, yeah, it's one of the one of the three. Yeah, um, we had to fake it, so okay. um, yeah, we. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's you know, there's a lot of like stuff that I didn't recognize, but is um, massively popular. Um, although I guess that's kind of just media now. Is like, mm-hmm. oh, there's here's this thing I've never heard of. Oh yeah, uh, six million, million people yeah. are into that. Yeah. Um, like what kind of stuff? Oh, I guess I'm thinking of like podcast, Twitch right? streamers. Oh. Uh, in general, the you know the world of Twitch. media these days is like. You've never heard of something, but it's, it's more popular than The Rock. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of, like, yeah, just, like, 
pod, a lot of podcasts with their individual fandoms. Um, oh, you know, a fun thing that I did was um, just kind of randomly some friends uh, I have who live here are like, oh, we're also going to be in Europe and we're going to go to Paris Disneyland. Ooh. So I was like, you know what? That This is too fun a coincidence. I'm going to go to Paris Disneyland with them. How so was I it? rode the channel and uh, did Paris Disneyland. It's like a... A uh, kind of a jankier version of, uh, you know, California Disneyland. Oh, it is. The rides are like a little faster and a little more terrifying. Like, um, like um, even Fantasyland rides, or you mean the roller coasters? Uh, yeah, all all of the above. All, oh wow! So they kind of make up for their lower budgets with like Speed. making you feel less safe. So it's jankier. It's That's jankier. Yeah, yeah, I didn't expect that. Like no, yeah. the like you know when you go on Pirates of the Caribbean here. And, you know, this animatronic is moving and it kind of looks like it's breathing and its facial expression changes. Like, that was just a 2D there, cardboard. It'll just be a mannequin that rotates really? slightly. Yeah. So, like, just a little bit less impressive. Um, but a weird thing that happened on a couple. Oh, okay. A weird thing that happened on a couple of the rides that had, like, stories is that, like, so there's an Avengers ride where the idea is that you're a recruit at you know avengers training camp and there's <laughs> missiles headed for earth and oh, no. who's gonna stop them all right recruits you gotta help us it's one of those and so they have a like a cgi iron man who is talking to real brie larson who is like playing her avengers character uh-huh. she is speaking english and he is speaking french oh. and it drove me insane we had to wait in like an hour line listening to these two have like the marvel patter with each other but in two different languages why do they do it like that i, I have no idea it's and you so can kind of tell like the tone of what they're doing like it'll be like those little quips like he'll say french 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 and she'll go like yeah tony you're off the christmas card list <laughs> what the f- <laughs> wait was, did they do that more than one ride or was it just like brie doesn't speak french so just so that they also do that on the finding nemo ride there's mm-hmm. like there's the turtle there's the turtle with the dude voice who's just talking to french oh, i want to hear that in french the no dude i voice. know i would too but no he's the one that speaks english to a french nemo and it, it is similarly maddening huh. i guess just enough people there speak both but as someone who doesn't it really drove me insane on the other rides is it mostly french or mostly english uh it is all oh you know there's it's it's a mix so there's the um twilight zone ride which i think we mm-hmm. have changed into yeah. a guardians of the galaxy ride but yes. it's still a twilight zone ride so there's like a ghost child on that ride who will warn you in french pause and then warn you in english oh, nice. like french 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 and then go you have to get out of here <laughs> and then is, pause and then do another line in french huh so is it california adventure or is it disneyland or is it a, a mishmash they have a it's a two-park thing oh, they, so it is like a we do disneyland and then it's disney studios mm. and it's kind of like mm-hmm. a little it's a little hollywood that you can visit right there in france it's kind of burbanky actually was it crowded uh, it was there. You know, like the Avengers ride had a long wait. Nemo had a long wait, but everything else was like ten, fifteen minutes. Interesting. And I had the best theme park meal I've ever had. Ooh. Uh, There's theme- the French. Yeah, influence. I know, right? So, like, I am not one of these Disney people who will like trick myself into thinking the food is good. Mm. <laughs> 
like you hear like, that Disney people I know and then you, here's my out. here's my asshole ironic distance uh, right I know like, hey. she's, I know she's fainting like the people who were like oh this is my food tour of Disneyland <laughs> I, I'm like none of this was good right or it was a B or a yeah. B minus yeah. it's good for uh, a sure a yeah but uh, you know we found a restaurant that had kind of a short line. But that short line just took a long time to move. So we were in line for, you know, 40 minutes. And when I got up, I I panicked. I had an order in mind. There's a little cone of chicken nuggets. I'm like, great. Yes, safe. When I got to the front of the line, I said, vegan curry. I'll have the vegan curry. <laughs> I don't know why. I get this fucking vegan curry. Did you choose to say it or did it just exit your mouth? It just exited. Okay. I don't know why. Wow. Um, I guess maybe I was thinking of like, you know, long term, how is this going right. to be? Will this maybe this will sit a little better no, than these chicken nothing nuggets? Nothing like a, a just a handful of vegan curry when you're in, you know, in an amusement park. <laughs> it was delicious. It really? was fucking delicious. It was great, and it had you know, it didn't weigh me down. I feel like I had theme park stamina. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. later in the there's a Ratatouille world where the ride was broken, but they have these little stalls. And they are like a different regional French cuisine and a different wine pairing. So you get a little dish from like the north of France or wherever. And then they give you a wine to go with it. And those were great, too. That sounds really fun. The fucking food was tremendous. Did you go on, I'm going to say rides that I assume they have there, but I don't know. Did you go on Space Mountain? Uh, No, Space Mountain was broken. Boy. There's a lot of broken, a lot of broken rides. Did you go on Thunder Mountain? Thunder Mountain was fun. That was one where like it was it didn't have as much shit on it, but was faster and scarier. Did, and there's just a lot of it's in the dark. Did you go um, on Phantom Manor? Yeah, I did go on Phantom is Manor. That yes, that is their haunted mansion. Look who's been watching YouTube's of your yeah. Yeah, Disneyland. Uh, that was really fun. They have a um, they have a, like an old west scene, so they have like Whoa. cowboy ghosts. That's fun. Um, and yeah, kind of the premise is you're going underneath the mansion. So you get to see like the roots of the trees oh, and a bunch neat. of like, there's a bunch of like gross zombies down there. Did Do they have a main street? They do have a main street. Yeah. And with like, uh, you know, with like a baseball themed hot dog restaurant. So kind of cartoonishly American. <laughs> you got to go on podcast the ride and talk about this. Oh, yeah. I love that show. Um, I would love to go. And how, how long the was the journey from uh, London to paris disney uh let's see so it is so the channel ride from london is like and i stayed in paris oh, so okay. the channel ride is like two hours and then from like you know central paris to disneyland is like an hour train ride Gosh, that's really nice and it was that. lovely paris must be bigger than i'm realizing yeah How big i is paris i jeff you speak french yes <laughs> Très big <laughs> Très grand <laughs> You've been there. I know. It but... is as big as our coffees are small. <laughs> but the coffees fact little, that you take special. a train for an hour and you're still in Paris. Well, you could drive an hour out of L.A. and you're still in L.A. But can you take a train for an hour and still be in L.A.? Yeah, It might not be technically Paris. I think because they, oh, they changed okay. the name from Euro Disney when that was like synonymous with fiasco. Oh. So I think just Paris Disneyland sounds so much more inviting. Right, than maybe yeah, it might not Euro Disney, which Paris. kind of reminds you of uh failure. Wait, what yeah. happened to Euro Disney? I guess I always knew it as a kid as just a punchline for like a, something that didn't work. Right. So I think initially Initially. Initially. <laughs> um initially it was like a it I and I don't I'm not enough of a theme park guy to speak mm-hmm. super educatedly about this, but um 
yeah, I think it like sucked at first. Yeah, I mean, like nobody showed up. Yeah. I feel like every amusement park related thing that happened under Eisner sucked. And I don't know if it was like a budget thing, but he the initial Toontown, the initial like California adventure, like when it first started, it was all janky and yeah, cheap Disney, and Disney to their credit really like plays the long game with some of this stuff yeah. and like fixes it. Yeah. Because California Adventure is like fun now, it's good right? Now. I, I haven't been in a while, it. but it's fun. I still haven't spent a lot of time in California Adventure as a person who grew up in Southern California. Mm. And I still think of it as new. Yes. But it's right. been I there. Know. The <laughs> first time we went, uh, yeah. I believe I had just, I had graduated high school. So like it has been there for a long time, but to me, it's still new. I just like it because it has booze. Every yeah, single... we had a good time there last time we went. Yeah, we, did. we just didn't spend that much time there. Anyway, but they have, they have booze. What now. do you get to drink? You can have anything. Like if you go to the coffee hut, what was it? There's like a, like a little coffee tent, you know? They'll have you can get coffee or you can get coffee with booze in it. Wow. Do you yeah. remember full bar? The liquor. Wow. Yeah, all over the place. Remember the cookie fiasco? <laughs> oh my god. I just remember telling the woman as I was getting the third or fourth cookie, I asked her if she had kids and she said no and I said, "Don't." <laughs> I'm trying to Snuckulos. What happened? We had these over two oversized chocolate chip cookies, let's say. Like Elliot was upset because Owen of them, touched and it we, or something. I don't know. One of like it was something like Owen or Elliot wanted more, and then we gave him a remaining half, and then that he was upset about that because that had been Owen's or something. So then Daniel went back to buy another cookie, but then we we it Daniel was... had to keep going back to buy more cookies because they were there was some issue with every single cookie version. Okay. Now granted we could have just put our foot down. Yes. But we're not that kind of parents. We spoil our kids with the idea that we will die young well, and then the, the world will have to deal with them. It's the kind of thing where it's like, which, <laughs> not is, me. which is easier right now, um, buying yes. another cookie right. or having this out? Speaking of food, mm-hmm. hoping to budget your food expenses this fall, get more bang for your bite with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping with no hidden fees, so you can count on great value week after week. Plus, only pay for what you need with pre-portioned ingredients. Uh, Look, every plate is great. It's America's number one meal kit. They give you everything you need to make a delicious uh, meal, high-quality ingredients, sustainably sourced seafood that meets the Monterey Bay Aquarium seafood rankings, uh, and every plate offsets 100% of their delivery emissions, and all their meals have a 31% lower carbon footprint on average than supermarket meals of the same portion uh they have plenty of delicious variety 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week it's easy to find something flavorful and satisfying for every meal of the day plus add more delicious options to your order with up to 22 convenient sides lunches snacks desserts and more i love it it is delicious i feel good about it um and uh and i uh i recommend it it's fun to do with your kids as well mm-hmm. Get started with every plate for just a dollar forty nine per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code forty nine Allison. Again, get started with every plate for just a dollar forty nine per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code forty nine Allison. That's up to a hundred and ten dollar value. I also 
want to tell you guys about one skin. Daniel mm. has my under eye area and general face area radiant been looking better but yeah. it's like a little more taut it's like my f- new favorite part of you now is right under your my eye fa- my under eye and yeah. my general face skin S- so hot it's because i've been using one skin wow they make use of peptides i don't know if you're aware but i feel I, like peptides, peptides are, are the rage all over everyone's yep. talking about them <laughs> oh my god can't get away from peptides are you tired of cycling through the endless amount of trending skincare products that all claim to smooth wrinkles firm skin and give you a youthful glow but you don't but they don't really deliver results at the end of the bottle hate that support for today's episode comes from one skin founded by a team of four female phd level longevity scientists longevity scientists are also where it's at peptides and longevity science guys that's the science of the future. With over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging, after testing thousands of peptides, they discovered OS1. The OS1 peptide is scientifically proven to target aged, also called senescent cells. I'm like 95% senescent cells right now. Yeah, it's like your your whole body looks like it's aging like really quickly, but but, that, right, but it's like then they're... It's like you grafted skin from a child onto your face. That is not what it looks like, but I like, but, but I get the gist of what you're trying to say. Mm -hmm. The main source of skin aging. So these, the, the peptide scientifically targets these cells, which are the main source of skin aging and actually reduces the biological age of skin by several years. Their flagship product, OS1 Face, is clinically validated to improve firmness, fine lines, and overall tone and appearance. So I have the OS1 Face, and then I have one for the eye area. And together, they're making my under eye area and face skin my best feature. Mm. Uh, Yeah, so they uh, leverage their in-house cutting-edge R&D platform, and they've been able to measure the efficacy of age reversal molecules in their lab. One skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. One skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging. So skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code bestfriend at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code best friend we only have one body one skin and only you can choose to make it better age healthy with one skin okay really feeling the invisalign yeah, you're not hearing it I, a little bit yeah but i you know i'm tuned in to the nuances of your speech so i, I sound sultry All right <laughs> i did uh i recorded an episode of childish today with greg mm. fitzsimmons and he was like, do you have something on your teeth? Is there some kind of wrap or something? Oh. And I said, yeah, I'm doing Invisalign. Um, and I said, he said, my S's were not as crisp. Yeah. Uh, but there's a filter that Jeff can put on. Can you take the Invisalign off in post? Uh, yes. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, by the way, Owen's favorite animal is now, he's obsessed, scallops. Really? I guess I don't know what a scallop looks like. I don't either. Not for cloth of a yeah. right, it's a round medallion it's on like a plate. A, sure, it's that's covered the way in butter. That's, that's the way they're in the ocean, right? <laughs> yeah, yep. It's that like bacon a, wrapped around them. It's like a fluted 
bivalve. So like imagine a clam oh, okay. with like a scall- scalloped yeah. edge of it. And it just like the way it swims is like it kind of my hands are kind of like going back they and forth f- in a silly little way. It like That's sucks in swims. water and spits it out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he loves scallops. He's a very fun child. But they also, <laughs> scallops have like 200 eyes around the edge of their shell. Those their are shell. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly what they see. It allows them to like see prey or sense prey. But and now that I know this, and because scallops, I like them. I think they're delicious. I don't, and I don't know that I can eat them anymore because they're so human. They're, when, they're always looking those, at other scallops. Eyes, they're just yeah, yeah. perverts. Exactly. People, they, they're they're some of the smartest animals on planet Earth. That's not true. No. Um, yeah, but it's just funny the things that that he gets into. He doesn't get into like Paw Patrol or PJ Masks or Bluey or any of that. It's uh, uh, cabbage, a wheel um, of cheese, wheel of cheese. <laughs> Uh, scallops, puffer fish, like tortoises. Gems like, and how does tortoises. this manifest itself? Like watching YouTube videos about yes. these yeah. topics. Yes, and he'll okay. t- he learned the stuff she just told you. He t- he taught us. He taught me. Wow, <laughs> he's four. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think it's time to say hello and welcome to my new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Patreon. Patreon. Hello. Patreon. Hello and welcome to Tri Sanders, to Jessica Geisler, to Betsy Watts, to Thomas Bona. He has increased his subscription and he's now at the texting level Love that. and did an annual subscription. Soon he will go to the higher level where you stop texting back. <laughs> where I leave you alone. Where you leave <laughs> yes, there's, alone. A, there's, a, there's a level where Allison will leave you on red. Yes. yes. Uh, Hello, and then well- text back, hey, I just got this. <laughs> uh, I forgot to hit send. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot to hit send. This was in my, in my draft folder. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, hello and welcome to Ann Lastinger, also an annual subscription, and Chuck McCune. Thank you, guys. Hello we love you. and welcome. I hope you're enjoying all the Patreon stuff. I have a big announcement. You do? Well, it's... I, I feel like my connection with this audience is such that I will let them in on something that's developing. Mm. Okay. So I am developing a new way of taking my pants off. Uh, what is it's this? not this is finished huge. yet. Yeah. Like, so I used to have the move, mm-hmm. as many probably do, look at my ball, where you, you can take the one foot. Besocked. You step on the back. You got your socks, yeah, and you can step on the sock and pant and pull, just pull the leg out. Oh, right, out of both. Yeah, boom, both at the same time. And I have found that my, I can do that with my right toe on the left pant leg, but I just can't get purchase with my left toe on the right pant leg like I used to. And I don't know if it's like I turned fifty and now. My you lose left toe dexterity, but yeah, uh, left toe is the first to go. It really so it's been frustrating me. And you're gonna be it's, forgetting where you put your keys. Yeah. <laughs> Calling Allison, mommy. <laughs> um, <laughs> put me in the home when that starts happening. Uh, and so this morning, I, I I I bent down to take the pant off, and I did a like a a one two. Wah! With the and it was like easy. Wait, what, I don't. I can't describe it. it. Look, this is preliminary. Okay, I'm just, I'm just sharing my excitement over this. 
It's a whole new technique. I've what are you going to do it. with all this time you're saving? <laughs> no, it's just like now. I, it's think just, about the Roman Empire. Think about the Roman Empire. It's, think about uh, scallops. <laughs> I will be brainstorming ways that this will benefit me going forward, but I just want to just let everyone know this new development. I'm really excited for you. Yes. So this new development, there's mm. no stepping, there's no toe usage. No. And like, look, you get to be 50, you think, I've seen it all. Are you using your how many, hands? Y- yeah, and, you use a hand. But how many how many ways can someone take sure. their pants off? There's, I've, there's wonder everywhere. I've, I've, I've done it See, every which way. You don't need to go to yeah. Burning Man. No, you are, I, you're just, finding exactly. the beauty, the sublime, the divine in they the, say, the world keep, around you. Keep your spirit young. Yes. Discover new ways yes. of taking your pants off. Mm-hmm. And I did. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, you know, it's, I'm feeling good. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you look as good. long as you do it in the house and don't go outside. Right. Be performative. <laughs> no, I, might, I might be so excited. I might. I might just stop people on the street and say, "Hey, look at this!" Just hands-free pants flash mob. <laughs> you and all your buddies just whipping them off. Yes, whipping them off at the Burbank Town Center. I know oh, no. you're. This is so early. You don't want to be. It, it's in. hard for me to describe because I hemmed did in it. pants. Oh yeah, that's fun. I, <laughs> I did it, and I. It was only after I did it that it, it dawned on me that this was a new thing, and it, the excitement, like it was like a burst of dopamine that sort of erased the the process a little in my oh, brain. So there's going to be <clears throat> a discovery some, phase. I have to go back and retrace my steps, and and then I'll be able to describe it better. But it was definitely like a, a wah, wah, like a. a you could just take the sock and the pant all in one move, leg out. It was just just as fast as the toe on the hem. I I can't picture it. Anyone? I can't picture it either. No, I, I mean, can't. But I I mean, like you're you're communicating you were, the vibe appropriately. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I can't wait. It's to see just it vibes in right action. Yeah. Maybe this will save you from like a kidnapping one day. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. imagine that because they'll try to nab you and they'll just be holding your pants. Everyone's, yeah, everyone's laughing at me now. Did the then, underwear go with the pants? No, I, I, yeah. I how quickly like. can you become naked? <laughs> <laughs> what do I look like? Greg Luganis over here? <laughs> like, I'm not an Olympic athlete, I can't do the underwear and the sock I and the pants all in one. Could Greg move. Luganis do that? <laughs> of course, he did. Of course, I was just asking. No, I, I, I'm not. Listen. See, this is. Do you ever? I was. I was on a high, but oh, can you do the underwear too? Oh no. Oh, this is the first step. It's not so great. You you weren't just like kicking it off. No, it was controlled. Yeah, it was controlled, but it was flamboyant and wonderful. Did you consider telling me and decide to save it for the show? No, I was just thinking about it later, and I thought this is something I have to tell. <laughs> Will you do it on Patreon? <laughs> oh <laughs> Will my you God. demonstrate? Yes. No, I can't. I'm not. You know. You could wear modest underwear. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, like. I don't. I, I'm not a TikTok user, but I will occasionally get sent to TikTok. Yeah. And this seems like the kind of thing mm. that would fucking blow up. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like it's a hack. But is this the, the kind of thing method. that that oh, if I cons, tell yes. if I tell people how to do it, do I rob them of their discovery themselves right. in well, their lives? Are, because do you it, trust them to discover it, honey? Not everybody reaches the same heights. But like, you pay just, it forward, man. Yeah, yeah. You discovered like Great the movie. perfect way to fall asleep. I did the quantum method. I have not shared that one yet. You really. have. I have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have. Yeah, that that's a fail safe 
move. You shared that, and they could, and you were excited when you discovered that. But I haven't on TikTok. Oh right! Can I know what the Quant's method for falling asleep is? He's got a lot of methods. Well, the best for different things. The best is you get on your side. Mm -hmm. Okay, love sleeping on the side. Yeah, and then you position yourself so that you're almost rolling on your back, but not fully. Mm -hmm. So that what happens is your body starts to feel like it's falling into it, but it doesn't. Okay. And then what happens is your brain, it does, it falls into sleep while your body is just in that oh, position. It's comfortable and boom. So you're leaning back like at a 45 degree? A little bit. It's a oh. little bit of a... Ba- wow. Yep. And what are your other quants methods? There's the sweater one for hanging up a sweater. Hang out, a sweater on a, on, a, on, a, on a hanger without getting the little dimples on the shoulders. Quants! And it involves uh, like crossing the arms. You got to cross right? the arms over, like over the tops, mm-hmm. so that the weight isn't on the shoulders. And then the quants method for walking just involves engage your toes. <laughs> yeah, but I have to admit, like the in, maybe you just have like you know unusually nimble toes. Had had you know like I didn't want to highlight that part of it because I am the toes guy. <laughs> right. Uh, I've seen you, I've, take off on TikTok. Yeah, I've seen your OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> but but I will say, if you think about using your toes more, you will become more agile, mm. and uh, you'll make crisper turns. Mm. You will uh, be able to bend over easier. There's lots of things that that it, it helps you with. I'm gonna write a book. Well, you know what? Try it out. I think you'll like it. I think it might be time to do just me or everyone if jordan has one. Ooh, gosh do i have one i didn't think about okay let me look in my one. file oh i like that hold music jeff the sticker on your uh laptop mm-hmm what is that? Grandpa's secret formula. Well, that's uh, Grandpa Monster from the Monsters. Yes, but what's the logo? Like, is that like a company or is that just... Oh, uh, it's for... like a gag. Okay. It's a classic TV humor. Yes. Is it true that he outlived everyone else on that show? I just remember him in an interview. Kids have to be alive, right? Are the kids not alive? Oh, yeah, yeah. Eddie Monster's definitely still alive. Maybe it was the adults. He was in an interview with Howard Stern or something. And he's like, how are you still... How are you the one that's still alive? And he's like, I've got closets full of spite and I'm not leaving till they're empty. Wow. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Skadoop doop. It's taboo. Just me or everyone. All right. Brian in Texas says, when someone shows you a picture on their phone, do you turn away from the phone until a picture they want to show you is pulled up so you don't accidentally catch a glimpse of any not safe for work pictures they don't want you to see? Mm. I think I do. I absolutely do this. Yes. I totally, the feeling of like, just I do the feeling of watching someone like scroll their phone is hmm. pretty intimate. It is like I I do kind of wait until I'm sure that what they want to show me is up. Mm-hmm. Um, but if yeah. they're letting you see it, right? But they might like forget what's in there. I my- it's not even like it's not even like do they have nudes on there? Which I know is like a possibility, but like I don't know, like. 
if someone just saw what I had been looking at on YouTube, I would feel weird. <laughs> yes. You know? And, or, you know, just if my Apple Music was open and they saw, like, the last thing I was listening to, that would I would feel weird. What would be worse? Okay, so Russia hacks everybody's private right. stuff, and they're going to release one or the other. Which would be worse? Dick pic uh, you know, that you maybe have sent or your YouTube browsing history? Dick pic. Yeah, it's worse. You know, all right. (laughs) Have you ever have you ever had this move happen where you show someone a picture and you hand them your phone and they look at it and then they start swiping left or right? Uh huh. That's not okay. That is such an uncomfortable feeling. That is is yeah. I just I I just start doing the mind roulette of like, wait, what did I take a picture of? Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm proud of my dick. I'm not proud of the fact that I watch our videos explaining the story of Tekken to me. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, I have. So I am now at the point. Wait, so you'd prefer the dick get out? Prefer the dick? Yeah, oh, yeah much yeah. prefer. Right. Easy. Yeah. It uh, says less about you in a weird way. Right. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's like how, I, and I'm sorry, I have to go gross for a second, but I think given the choice between smelling someone's. <laughs> Wow, where's this going? My butt is getting so raw. (laughs) Given the choice between smelling someone's butt and smelling someone's burp. No, sorry, someone's fart. Mm -hmm. Smelling someone's fart or smelling someone's burp. I'm going to choose fart because there's just too much information in a burp. If you're smelling the burp, like, ew. Yeah, like your average fart is pretty bad. Mm -hmm. But like those burps that smell bad are fucking next level. Yeah, and it's that also... That is next level gross. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like... Was it Dostoevsky <laughs> who said this about fam... Like... <laughs> I think that was Dostoevsky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who said, uh, you know, like, all happy families are happy in the same way, all unhappy families are unhappy in different ways, or vice versa, something mm-hmm. like sure. that. Yeah. Was that Dostoevsky? Um, Do you know the quote so, I'm That about sounds it? like him. That <laughs> sounds like him. Classic yeah. Theodore. The guy was always saying yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Um... Farts are all kind of of a kind. Sure. Burps can wildly vary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it, when you're, if, you, if you're close enough to be smelling a burp, you're close enough to be getting mouth particles. And, like, mm-hmm. if you smell a fart, you're not getting butt particles on you. I think you, you might be. Really? I think so. Okay. What, did you see Ice Storm? I did see Ice Storm. That, but isn't there a whole thing at the beginning well, about how they say that like smells are tiny particles, so when you're smelling someone's fart, you are. But with a I fart, know. I just remember the orgy stuff from that. But a fart I usually the has stuff. yeah, yeah. You <laughs> There's always... an orgy in that movie. <laughs> I don't remember that. It usually has two layers of filtration. The fart. Whereas yeah, that, a that's burp an has issue. no filtration. It, 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 unless you know, it's going mask. through the pants. It's going the through the underwear. Yeah, you're right. right. Unless People you walk should... into a ba- a public bathroom or something, then it's just a raw. It's just raw, unfiltered <laughs> sure. fart. People should burp with masks on. Mm. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. So anyway, what I was going to say is, listen, you've all got you've all got some masks in the house. <laughs> I feel like my phone just has a lot of pictures that need some explaining. Mm. So it's like, what is this bump? You know, sure. it's that kind of stuff. But then also, <laughs> there's a lot. There is a lot of that, like just skin parts of the skin. Yeah, and then also now a lot of like Robin Shore, the aforementioned mm-hmm. of, the, of Shore stories, mm-hmm. went to Jenny a screening of Jenny Connor's husband's new movie, and they I guess they did like a Q and A. Mm. So I'm like, who is that guy interviewing him? Is that Jay Leno? 
absolutely not Jay Leno. But even with my glasses on, I couldn't tell. So I had to take a picture so I could expand it. Oh, yeah. So many pictures of other people's Instagram <laughs> that I've had to then zoom in on. But I feel like if someone saw that, it would require explanation. Like, why mm-hmm. do you have Jenny Connor's husband's picture in your phone? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I do that a lot too. Or, or if there's something I need to read in a, mm-hmm. in a picture or video and it's like, I can't, I'll just snap, grab, screen grab it and yeah. zoom in. We're old, but young at heart. But still, you know, discovering but still new discovering ways to get new way to take off that's our pants. True, that's yeah. true. You know, I still have a fresh taint. You could like it's- train the guys from like Magic Mike Live on how to like take off their pants. Oh, I bet they have a good way to do it. <sighs> they, but they have but like not, not tearaway this. pants. I mean, that's a whole different ball game. But I mean, think. I think you know. Yeah. I think I mean, yeah. I mean, every male stripper can rip away the pants, but. But like, how erotic is that? Oh, some guy has tearaway pants in, in a stage show. But but wouldn't you rather, ladies, go see a guy stripping who's like a normal guy who just has great technique? Yeah, sure, right. Yeah. <laughs> what everyone is there for the technique, yeah. right? Like, wow, look at that. So maybe I want to remind everyone that I have lots of merch available. I have a merch store. It's live. There's all sorts of stuff in it. We're talking T-shirts mugs stickers hoodies tank tops notebooks pint glasses water bottle and soon to be even more stuff we got stuff at the ready so here's a hint of what some of it might be jeff play the eat a bag of dicks song you can eat a big old bag of dicks eat a big old bag of dicks eat a big old bag of dicks eat a bag of dicks eat a bag of eat a bag of eat a bag of dicks hey oh they can suck my nuts we're going to have some of that I fresh merch. That oh I know. Like, yeah. Suck it, bitch. <laughs> These are all great t-shirt ideas. Like I'm a douche. S- <laughs> you are an idea factory. Well, uh, if you combine eight years. This could be like one of those. All of those could be on one shirt, like those patriotic yes. Facebook ad shirts. Oh, yeah. Different fonts. I love those. Oh, someone should do that. Like like the ones where they just declare like all their interests and who they are with American flags and eagles. And no, stuff. just like all, I don't know, but yes. I'm a you know gun toting, gun- <laughs> beer swilling, truck driving, country music loving, flag kissing. Yeah, there's one where I think someone photoshopped it was like who loves to like eat ass or something. Like yes, that. Yeah, <laughs> sure, like, sure. Is that real? Do um, you remember yes. when we were at the pool in Tucson? Mm. Uh, and oh, yeah. you're like. That guy's wearing a white pride shirt and has a white pride oh, tattoo or something. Yeah. And I became so uncomfortable. I could like, I was like, I don't feel, it's not that I really felt unsafe. I didn't think he was going to do anything, but I just, it was such a weird experience for me. I became like so highly self-conscious and just uncomfortable. And then at the end, you're like, oh, wait, I think it was wrong. <laughs> oh, no, no, I looked up. I, he had, it oh, that's had a, Shrek. <laughs> he has a Shrek shirt and The Shrek name tattoo. of the T-shirt company was on his sleeve. And, it was um, like 17 something, right? I forget, but I have an update to that, actually. Oh, actually because it, it was? Yeah, it oh, was okay. Enrique so Tario, the, the, the head of the Proud Boys who went to prison. He had a T-shirt company and it was his T-shirt company. Oh. So it doesn't mean necessarily that this, but I mean, who's going to that fucking guy's, you know, online shop, especially when you can go to AllisonRosen.com. Mm-hmm. Go to AllisonRosen.com and look for the banner that says my merch store is live or something like that. Quick question, though. Didn't Ed Hardy, didn't it turn out that Ed Hardy was problematic in some way, speaking of T-shirts? 
Does I anyone know? I, think so. I mean, it's not a not a shock that you say that, right. but uh, I didn't hear about anything specific. I can't remember. There was a there was like a kind of a weak documentary about Von Dutch. That yes. Was, yeah. Oh, is that? Oh, Von Dutch yes. who was not Ed Hardy. Yes, we we watched m- yeah. most of that. That was pretty good. But like, who didn't know that before the TV right. came out? Right. <laughs> this has been delightful, Jordan. Yes. Tell us where we can find you. And actually, didn't you reveal the cover of your new book today? I did. Um, thank you Jordan. for setting me up to talk about it. Mm. Uh, next year, uh, a graphic novel that I wrote is coming out, uh, illustrated by the great Bowen McGurdy, who is a uh, gosh darn genius. Uh, they did the Spectre Inspector series of uh, spooky YA comics that maybe you've seen in your local comic book store. Uh, our book is called Youth Group. It is a... Uh, YA horror comedy um, about goofy teenage exorcists. It uh, is set in our hometown of Orange County, California. Whoa. Set in the nineties, uh, so you know maybe uh, some some uh, some stuff you'd recognize in there, reference wise. Is the lab anti mall in there? Oh <laughs> no, we did not. We did. We're not able to sneak in a scene that takes place at South the lab anti mall. Oh yeah, so Crystal Court is in there. <laughs> Great bagels oh. and brew. <laughs> they all go to bagels and brew. Yes, your parents. Have, yeah, perfect. It's a, it's a big setting. Dietrich's coffee. Oh, it's all there. <laughs> You're gonna have to find. It's out. a very long. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, not scary farm. Um, so yeah, there. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it turned out really cool. It is a uh, strangely personal piece of writing. Uh, the the sort of which I don't normally do. Um, but yeah, it's it it's a ton of fun. It's got a bunch of jokes. It's got some uh, spooks, some spookies, some romances. Um, a lot of friendship. Um, Bowen is a gosh darn genius, so it looks beautiful. Uh, it's coming out next summer, but you can pre-order it now. I know it's a little weird to ask people to do that. I, you know, was not a big pre-orderer of books before I started it, making them, it but matters. It's, it totally matters. Yeah, it's so, a big deal. Yeah, uh, youth group. It is uh, anywhere you anywhere you want to buy a book. And if you pre-order it, here's a little secret. If you pre-order it, you will forget you pre-ordered it, and then one day. Yeah. Yes. It's like a gift mm-hmm. you give yourself in the future. Yes, time travel, self care, pre order so books. It's yeah. a little treat. Um, yeah, youth group. It, it's uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, your local indie bookstore, bookshop.org. That's a great place to order a book. Um, yeah, that would be. I would. I would love it if people would check it out. I'll be definitely be like crowing about it for the next nine months or so. But um, yeah, if you uh, if if you care to. Uh, would appreciate a pre-order for that. When you say strangely uh, personal, is it like autobiographical in places or? Yeah. So I, so I am, you know, I'm usually a pretty like mercenary writer. I just kind of like get a job and try and do a good job. And, you know, like a lot of TV writing and stuff is like imitating a style, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, here's a pre-established template. Try and write like this. Um, and you know, I I you know don't like write about myself a lot. Usually, kind of my own stuff is like I'm following a funny idea, and that's kind of how this started. Was like, haha, what if one of these goofy Bible study groups had to actually do exorcisms? Like that great, was the great premise joke. Yeah. Um, and then when I like got it back, and so it, the original pitch it was not set in the '90s. My editor said like, hey, maybe set it in the '90s because I think she kind of saw where it was going. And then when I got the first volume back, I'm like, oh, 
this is a hyper personal look at my childhood and I was unpacking some shit. It oh. was re- yeah, I like didn't know it was happening until I kind of read it and uh yeah, it's really really weird to see it on the page like that. That and makes so, I really want to read it now. Yeah, and wow. I hate your writing. Sure. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> um yeah, so kind of I don't know, it's kind of it's maybe even a little scary to be thinking that like something that personal is going to yeah. be out there when yeah. I, it's not something I normally do. Good for you, I say. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of it. I'm really excited for it to be out there. So uh, yeah, awesome. checking out wherever you, wherever you get a book. Wonderful. And Daniel? Uh, well, you could just follow me at Daniel Quants at Instagram. That's pretty much it. Or Threads or Blue Sky. I don't know. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I would. I would love to talk about that on a future episode. What what Twitter have, yeah. alternative is everybody mm. uh, using? I just want something to be good. It would be nice if something was good. I miss Twitter. Twitter now, uh, it, it it's un- obviously it's unusable for the obvious reasons. But like, I was trying to go back. I have a list where it was like sports people, and because I was watching a football game, and it was just impo- it, like the functionality has changed. Yeah, it's even. just broken. It's just broken. Yeah. So. Ugh. And Jeff, where might we find you? Well, I don't have any social media to plug, but Tony's not the only cool rock and roller. As you know, you've seen my uh, new wave surf band, the Specific Palisades, before. I know you guys came out. We're going to wow. be playing at the El Segundo Pier next week. Oh, cool. Nice. Hell yeah. 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 Wonderful. And uh, follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. I'm the Allison on TikTok. And uh, I've already mentioned my Patreon, my other Patreon. Patreon. I have a special Patreon show with Todd Perry. It's called Allison and Todd After Hours. And it is fun and spicy. Is it spicy? I don't know. Patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. And if you like what you're hearing, leave a review. And even if you don't, leave a review. Five stars, please. Thank you so much, guys. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 